Whether you're growing an e-commerce business or a boring training company, average order value is one of the most important metrics in your business. Because how much each of your customers spends defines your profitability and to a large extent, your marketing budget, which defines how quickly you're able to scale. Now, to give you a very quick example, last weekend, like every weekend, I went to my favorite local food place called The Juicemith in Cobham. And as soon as I walked in, I see a beautiful looking blueberry cheesecake. So I immediately say to the lady behind the counter, I'll have a slice of that blueberry cheesecake, please. Now they know me very well in there and she asks me the question. Now this question renders me absolutely powerless. It takes away my ability to control my emotions, my thoughts, and my feelings. And it also has a significant impact on their order value. So when I walk into the juice smith and say, can I have a slice of that blueberry cheesecake? She says, sure. Would you like one slice or two? No, no, don't ask me the question. <laughs> I'd like to, please. <laughs> and just like that, she's increased the average order value. Rather than having to wait for another customer to come in to buy that next slice, she's just sold two to the greedy idiot and the weird trainers. Now, obviously that's just one example, but literally every single one of the world's most successful companies has a strategy in place for increasing their average order value. Apple, Amazon, Walmart, Tesla, JP Morgan, the list is endless. Well, friend, today's a great day because you are going to join that list. Yes, we're gonna work out a strategy to increase your average order value. Welcome to the Exposure Ninja Digital Marketing Podcast. Welcome to Exposure Ninja. My name's Tim, I'm Head Ninja. We're a digital marketing agency that helps our clients generate more sales through their website. And in this video, we're gonna look at how to increase your average order value. First, let's go through some examples. Check this out. When you're on the Serenata Flowers website and you click to send some flowers, what happens? Well, you're given a screen which gives you some options of things that you can add to your order. You can choose to add a vase, for example, a modern clear vase for £10, a sweetheart vase for £13, or an Ariana curve vase for £15. But whether or not you choose a vase, you then get some options to add chocolates to your order. So you can have luxury pralines, premium truffles, supreme chocolate delights, or a brown cuddly bear. What are they doing here? Well, they're increasing their average order value. By offering you optional extras after you've chosen your product, they're increasing your order value. In the next example, Mint Formations helps you with forming your company. So they'll take care of all the paperwork and all the company formation stuff that you have to do when you set up a business. When you go on their website at mintformations.co.uk, you'll see you've got a number of different packages that you can buy from. From a digital package, which is $12.99, all the way up to an all-inclusive package for £99. What's going on here? Same thing, they're increasing their average order value. Third example, when you go on the Tesla website and you start specifying your car, you start with a base model. And when you're buying a Model 3, there are three different base models that you can choose from. The standard range for £40,990, the long range for 48,500, or the performance range for 60,000. So immediately here, you have different options designed to increase your average order value. When you choose your car, you then go through to choose its color. Now. Anything other than white has a cost. So you can have your car black, but it's gonna be 1,100 pounds extra. The same happens with the wheels. So you can choose the standard wheels that come with the car, or you can choose to upgrade your wheels 
for £1,500 to go for the sport wheels instead. And so on with the interior where you can choose a white interior for an additional £1,100 and then features like autopilot self-driving capability. Now of course, optional extras are everywhere, we are used to them, they're part of a daily life. But it's also important to get used to seeing them in other people's businesses and not consider them for your own. So what we're going to do is we're going to look at the different types of average order value bumpers that you can use and when you might choose to implement each one. But first, what's going on here? Let's do some basic maths, my favourite kind. Okay, so let's say that we run a flower business and it costs us £6 to get a customer. And let's say for the average bunch of flowers it costs us £20 to supply the flowers and arrange the delivery. But let's say that our revenue from those flowers and delivery is £35. All in all, our total profit from that sale is £9. Let's say that we've watched this video and we decide to add a little add-on to our vase sale. And by the way, we're talking about vases, but this applies to any business. Doesn't matter if you're a training business that sells through salespeople or you sell through a website. The process is exactly the same. Anyway, let's say that it costs us still our six pounds to get the customer. It still costs us 20 pounds to supply the flowers and get them delivered. Um, it costs us four pounds to supply a vase that we sell with the product. But this time, as well as the £35 revenue that we get for the vase, but this time as well as the £35 for the flowers, we also get £13 upsell for the vase. What does this do to our profit margin? Well, this takes our profit to £18. So we've just doubled our profit from £9 to £18. Same cost of getting a customer. Hmm. Interesting. So you might be thinking, yeah, but we don't sell through e-commerce, we sell through a sales team. Let's say that we're the world's most boring training company ever. How do we use this stuff? Well, let's say that when a business buys some training from you, in addition to selling the in-person training, you upsell them on recordings of the training that you're doing. Or let's say you upsell them on some breakout sessions that you can run during the day. Or let's say that you add on membership to an online portal. Well, these are all add-ons that you can provide to the client at very little cost to you. Certainly much lower than the cost of actually delivering the training in time and energy. But they all use exactly the same process and you can use all of them to increase your average order value. So whilst in this video and podcast, we're mostly going to be talking about e-commerce because that's the easiest stuff to talk through on the screen. All of this stuff applies to non-e-commerce businesses as well. And by the way, if you're enjoying this podcast, don't forget to subscribe or follow if you're listening to us on Spotify. Please also consider leaving us a review as well. We really love reading these. Okay, so let's talk about some different strategies for increasing your average order value and we'll go through some examples as well. The first strategy for increasing your average order value is bundling. Now there are different types of bundles that you can have available, but you get the gist, right? This is where you bundle products or services together. Now there's two different implementations of this. The first is that you pre-bundle. So you choose the products or services and you combine them together, offering them as a very straightforward way for the customer to buy a few things at once. There's an example of this on the Nintendo website where you build your own Nintendo Switch bundle. So the first thing that you do when you land on the page is you choose which version of the console that you want. You then choose one of their different online memberships, which by the way is genius because this is a recurring payment. And then to reward you for buying all of these things, you can choose one accessory which you get free of charge. 
Now this is obviously a custom bundle because the customer or client can build it themselves, but they get some sort of financial incentive for buying multiple things at the same time. You can also use pre-made bundles. This is particularly useful if your customers or clients don't really know where to start and they really need a few items before they can get the full package. On the Caterpillar website at C-A-T-I-P-I-L-L-A.com, Caterpillar is an awesome brand that sells luxury cat furniture, basically little shelves and playthings for cats. And you can go on their site and buy bundles of their products. For example, a new starter bundle, which gives you some shelves and a ledge for the cat to sit on, a new vertical bundle, which gives you loads of shelves hung up by a pole. And these are a really simple way rather than having to force people to go through and choose which components, if you just say, you know, here's a pre-made package, great way of increasing your average order value because it makes it easy for people. Remember, so much of our goal with marketing is to remove friction, prevent people from having to do work to buy from us. And bundling is a great way to help your customer by making it very easy for them to purchase whilst also increasing your order value. Strategy number two is to cross-sell other products. So on the Sweaty Betty website, when you add a product to your bag, you're given options to add other products that you might like. These aren't necessarily related products. They're not other items that might form an outfit with the one that you've bought. They are just other things that you might like. And because the name of the game is making it as easy as possible for people to buy from you, you can add these to your cart with one click. You don't need to go through to the underlying product page. So the key here is just to make an offer. If you've ever worked in sales, you'll know that one of the easiest ways to actually sell more stuff is to make more offers to people. Ask people for the sale and it's exactly the same here. So if you are a training company or you're some kind of B2B company that uses a sales team, just having your salespeople say, would you also like this at the time of purchase is a great way to increase your average order value. And by the way, one of the key principles here is you don't need everyone to buy. It's common that people will add some kind of order bump to their sales process and they'll see the first five people go through and not buy it and they'll start to doubt, oh, is this gonna be any good? The thing is you don't need everyone to buy your order bump, to buy your cross sales in order to increase your average order value. In fact, most people won't and that's okay. Okay, next average order value bumper. Free something when you buy X. There's a challenge for you. Try and go to boots.com, buy something without buying more than you came for. It's pretty difficult. And here's why it's so difficult. You can see that so many of their products are in offers. Three for two on selected number seven items. So let's say that you buy one of these creams of glop that you smear on your face. Well, now you're thinking, hold on, if I buy one more, then I get another one free it's almost impossible not to add another one to your basket. The next one that you buy is essentially half price, which leads us nicely onto the next tactic, which is threshold free shipping or threshold free gift. So again, Boots does a really good job of this by encouraging you to spend over a certain amount in order to get bonus membership points or shipping. Here you can see I'm being incentivized to get 10 pounds worth of points when I spend 50 pounds on number seven. Now, if you're really smart, you'll notice that they price a lot of their products at 24.95, just under 50 pounds. So if I take advantage of the three for two deal, I'm gonna have spent 49 pounds 90. I'm gonna be 10 pence short of that free 10 pound voucher. So I've already been upsold from 25 pounds or 24.95. Now I'm about to be upsold to buy something else as well. 
So I'm now looking for a low price thing, which I could kind of use thinking, well, it's basically going to be free because I'm going to get these 10 pounds worth of points. It's genius. The key here is to look at your modal order value. So the order value, which you see your customers ending up on most often. So for example, let's say that you sell clothing and you notice that most of your orders come out around 35, 36 pounds. Well, what you might want to do is you might want to offer free next day shipping on orders over 40 pounds, knowing that that's going to force people to just bump over that and buy the next product as well. Again, this works for any business. So even if you're the boring training company, and by the way, I'm not saying that training companies are boring. I'm just trying to imagine a, a business that might think that they're not very sexy. Even if you're a boring training company, you might offer free access to your membership portal for training orders over whatever your modal order value is. Everyone can use this. Okay, the next average order value bumper is a loyalty or membership scheme. So you've heard the phrase, the more you spend, the more you save. This is the kind of premise behind loyalty schemes. Something that gives people points for spending money with you really hacks their brain because actually the more they spend with you, the more they feel they're collecting these points. So whereas most of the time we associate spending more with losing something, with a loyalty scheme that gives points in return for spending, actually the more they spend, the more they get. So we really push people into this weird gray area where they don't feel so bad about increasing their spend. Again, boots are the masters of this. They'll offer promotions and they'll offer discounts, but those discounts or promotions will be membership points instead. Now, there's two great things about this. Firstly, you're locked into the boots ecosystem when they give you points. When they give you points, you've got to put them on your boots card and it means you've got to spend that money in the boots store, which also means you're probably going to spend more than that next time you go. But the second reason it's so great as opposed to just a normal discount is that when they give you £10 worth of points, it's not like just giving you £10 out of their profit. Actually, that £10 worth of points doesn't cost them anything like £10 because their products aren't 100% markup. Now, if they were to offer a £10 refund or a £10 discount, they'd have to take that £10 out of their profit and give it straight to you. But by giving you £10 worth of membership points, what they're really doing is they're taking £10 worth of their sales and saying, right, you can have this, knowing that if their profit margin is 25%, for example, that £10 worth of points is only costing them 250 to give you. It's brilliant. So it keeps people locked in the ecosystem and it doesn't cost them anything like the amount that they advertise. Okay, this next strategy is an upsell in the checkout. So let's say that you're going to Curry's and you're going to buy this product. Well, you click to add it to your basket and what happens? They're immediately upselling you on a care service for this product. A little bit like the vases, this is a service which is tied very specifically to this product. It's also a recurring subscription. It also costs them very little to deliver. Okay, let's talk about subscriptions. We're a big fan of subscription models here at Exposure Ninja because it means that your business is generating revenue every month, even without you having to go out and sell more. One of the tools that we use a lot at Exposure Ninja is Grammarly. It's a tool that helps you basically not sound like an idiot when you're writing, or at least if you're going to sound like an idiot, get your spelling and grammar right. Anyway, when you get a subscription to Grammarly, you have some different options. You can subscribe monthly for £23.55 a month, or you can subscribe 
quarterly for £47.10, which works out at £15.70 a month, saving you a third on the cost of subscribing monthly. Or you can subscribe annually, and they give this annual option a big green box that says best value. The annual option is one payment of £113, which works out at £9.42 per month, saving you 60% on the monthly cost. Now, obviously, they are incentivizing you to sign up for a longer period. They're incentivizing you to pay more today to significantly save on the ongoing cost. Now, if they're really smart, what they will have looked at is how long the average membership is on Grammarly, and then they will have built these pricing models to incentivize the annual membership based on how valuable it is to get someone to stay for a year compared to the average customer length. Or you can just pick a number out of thin air. It doesn't really matter. The important thing is incentivizing longer subscription times. We also see this in Ordnance Survey and in a lot of app subscriptions, you get the same thing. You can subscribe monthly for £2.99 or you can subscribe annually for £23.99, which is equivalent to £2 a month. So you're saving about a third. And of course, they give this the best value tag. Now, if they were really smart, they'd actually express this subscription cost in terms of the monthly cost, and then they would say underneath. So rather than saying this is £23.99 and showing a big difference between the £2.99 and the £23.99, they would say this is £2, and underneath they'd have in smaller letters an annual payment of £23.99. You really want people to compare apples to apples, and comparing the monthly cost to the yearly cost really isn't a fair comparison. You really want people to compare the monthly cost versus the effective monthly cost of the annual subscription model. So again, the key is to know your average subscription length, and that allows you to incentivize the quarterly or annual subscription length the right amount. For example, if you know that most people stay with your product or service for longer than 12 months if they sign up on a monthly subscription, it doesn't really make a huge amount of sense to incentivize them heavily to take out the annual subscription model if you know that they're already going to be staying that time. Whereas if you know that people only last a few months, for example, you might want to incentivize that annual subscription much heavily, knowing that on average you only get three months out of them anyway. Therefore, you can afford to set your annual subscription cost at maybe four or five months equivalent cost. All right. Next average order value bumper is super premium options. Now, it's my personal belief that almost every business should have some super premium options. There are two reasons for this. Firstly, some people will buy them. We're going to look at an example in just a second. But the second reason that you want super premium options is because it anchors your price better and it makes your lower cost options seem even lower cost than they really are. This is classic restaurant wine list menu psychology. Put the highest price wines right at the top of the menu because it anchors that person's mind to these higher prices, which makes your lower cost wines seem much better value. But let's go through an example on Ordnance Survey again. So on Ordnance Survey, which is a company that sells maps, you can buy maps. Now you can buy a generic map for $8.99, or you can buy a custom map, which is a map, but with a customized cover for $16.99. So rather than the standard map for $8.99, you can customize it, you can center it on a particular postcode and add a customized cover for $16.99. Or you can buy a canvas map to display on a wall for $149. Or you can buy a framed map for display for 240 
So we've got a range of price points there from 899 to 240. Now, I don't know Ordnance Survey's numbers, but let's just use an example. Let's say, for example, that most people go on the site and buy a generic map for 899. But one in four people buy a customized map instead for 1699. And let's say that maybe one in 20 of the visitors to the site buy a framed map to use as a housewarming gift, for example for 240. Well, if they only sold the individual maps, then obviously their average order value would be about nine pounds. But if we did get upsells on the sort of level that we've just guessed at here, their average order value would go all the way up to 22 pounds 54. That's two and a half times their average order values just by adding these options. And again, as we said before, not everyone has to buy the super premium option for this to make a lot of sense for your business. This is a really big deal because if you did take your average order value from £9 to £22.54, this opens up so many marketing options for you. It means you can afford to be more aggressive with your pay-per-click ads, for example. It means that you can invest more in your content. It means that you can invest more in your website because you know that every customer is going to be worth more to you. And yes, of course, there's an increased cost to deliver these products, but the profit margins are gonna be pretty similar. But often the profit margins on super premium options are actually much higher than the margins on lower cost options. So this really works. Okay, the final average order value bumper is memberships. Now, technically this strays into customer lifetime value bumpers, but businesses like Fabletics who have a monthly membership where you pay to subscribe and in return, you get credit towards their products as well as discounts and savings and fun perks and behind the scenes stuff. This really has an impact on how much your customers spend. A little bit like Amazon Prime. Did you know that Amazon Prime customers spend on average more than twice per year what non-Prime customers spend? And by the way, this isn't the revenue that comes from Amazon Prime. This is in additional orders. So can you run a membership where customers pay one-off to get access to something and then it's much easier for them to add in products and buy from you repeatedly over the course of a period of time. And by the way, if you're enjoying this podcast, don't forget to subscribe or follow if you're listening to us on Spotify. Please also consider leaving us a review as well. We really love reading these. Okay, so we've been through a whole load of different strategies there. We talked about bundles. We've talked about cross-selling other items at checkout. We've talked about free stuff when you buy a certain amount. We talked about threshold free shipping or threshold free gift over a certain amount. We've talked about loyalty schemes and how you can incentivize people with points according to how much they spend. We talked about adding upsells in the checkout for the products that they're offering. For example, the care package with the Curry's laptop. We talked about subscriptions offering discounts to reward longer commitments. We talked about adding super premium options and we've talked about memberships. Great, Tim, what do we do now? Well, here's how you start to implement this. The first thing that you want to do is go through each of these average order value bumpers and work out which is going to be most relevant for your business and your customers. Bundles will be good if your customers or clients buy multiple things from you or they could be persuaded to. Cross-sells will be great if you think you can impulse purchase someone into buying something else at the point that they're buying from you. Cross-sales will be great if you think you can tempt someone into an impulse purchase at the time when they're buying from you. Free when you buy a certain amount will be great if you can encourage people 
to buy more of the same thing. Threshold free shipping or threshold free gift will be great if you notice a modal order value which you really want to increase and you can put that threshold above the modal order value so people have to spend more. Upselling support or enhancement options, great if those are relevant for your products or service. Subscription discount, great if you run a subscription service and you notice a commonly attrition happens at a certain point. You can then incentivize people to commit for a longer period of time. Super premium options, again, everyone should really have this. Even if people never buy it, you'll probably still notice it increase your average order value as people are anchored to a higher price point. And then finally, memberships, Amazon Prime for your business. So once you've chosen the order bump that you think is most likely to work for you, build an offer. Just build something and start testing it with your customers. Put it on your website and test to see what happens with your average order value. Don't get too disheartened if people don't take your average order value bumper every time. That's really not our goal here. And in fact, if everyone is taking your average order value bumper, then you need to add something else. There's something wrong if everyone is taking it. Keep it by all means, but add something else as well. Your goal is not to get everyone to buy it. Remember the ordinance survey example, all we needed is one in 20 people to buy that super premium option and look what it does to the average order value. So I hope you've enjoyed this and I hope it's given you some ideas for improving your average order value. I think with the number of things that we've looked at, it's pretty unlikely that you haven't had at least one idea for increasing your average order value. So if you've enjoyed today's podcast episode, please consider subscribing and leave us a review. We really love reading these reviews. They really energize us and give us ideas for future episodes. So if there's anything else that you want us to cover, then please mention it. And of course, if you want to know what Exposure Ninja would do to increase the sales that you're generating through your website, then the first thing, the best thing that you can possibly do is request a free website and marketing review from us at ExposureNinja.com. Click the big button to request your free review. We'll ask you a few questions about your business, your goals, and your digital marketing. One of our consultants will then have a look at your site, your digital marketing, and your competitors, and they'll put together a 15-minute video showing you recommendations of the things that we'd suggest doing to your site in order to increase your sales over the next six to 12 months. This service is completely free, which is gonna feel like absolute madness. We get feedback daily, which is like, I can't believe this is free. So go and request it, you'll absolutely love it. Go to ExposureNinja.com forward slash review to request your review today. Thanks for tuning in, see you next time.